0: All right, guys. Here we go, Nordy's podcast. Lots of sports to talk about. We break down Euro uh, in the big final. It didn't come home. It went to Rome. We talk about the Vikings' future quarterback and some trade ideas for the Timberwolves. Here we go, Nordy's podcast. And here we go on Podcast. I'm Eric. I'm here with Ryan and Jim. How are you guys doing? Doing well. I'm awesome. How are you? I am doing okay. I yeah. think I'm doing poor sports-wise, but I think I'm doing well otherwise. So. Well, I, think we, I tell we you, you what, you it,
1: it sounds like you had a bad time, bad day sports-wise, mm-hmm. yeah. to the point where you're a sports guy, so that'll yeah. fuck your whole day. Ruins my day. But we had a really, really great pod. Oh,
0: First pod. You're back on top. Screencast. Turned my day around. That and Jeff Goldblum. That was huge. That was huge. So happy to be here. Happy to be talking with you guys. Great episode. But go back. Check out our first episode. We had Summer of Star Wars Rogue One. We all loved it. Check out our take on that. We go through Break the Movie Down. At the end of the show, we talk... Briefly about our thoughts of going to see Black Widow in person. Class With, with other humans. Yeah. Good times. Uh, we talked about Dave. We talked about Loki. We talked about all kinds of stuff. So go check it out. It was an awesome episode. We had a blast. I think you guys will have fun listening to it. And uh, we are going to have a great sportscast today. But before we jump into the sportscast, we need you guys to give us a follow on Twitter and Instagram at Nord East Podcast. Also, subscribe anywhere that you get your favorite podcasts from and get the Nord East Podcast directly to... Your phone or your device each and every week. For free.
1: Hey, big announcement. We know that the Instagram is popping. Yeah. It's been popping. It's yeah. part of my life. I love yeah. it. Guess what's going to start being popping off? Twitter. Oh, Twitter.
0: If you guys are Twitter people like me, we'll start talking. Okay. Hit up the Nordies Podcast better.
1: on Twitter. Send uh-huh. a DM or whatever. You, what do you Reply at people or something? Or Tweet at, at them. Tweet at them. Yeah. I don't know. Twitter's great. And guess great. what? It'll be fun because if you want to talk to Eric, you just hit up a Twitter. Mm-hmm. If you want to talk to me, DM. Mm-hmm. You want to talk to Ryan? His address is... You just heard by his house. <laughs> no, uh,
2: leave a message on my answering machine on my landline, and I'll get back to you. <laughs> all
0: right. Beep. All right, go ahead. All right, guys. So, um, after doing all that, we are going to start out by drinking a really fun beer. What are we What are we drinking here, guys?
1: Well, it's another Fair State collab, because we love Fair State, and they released a bunch of awesome beers. So, this one is a... Okay. This is, what, Side Pull? It's a very low ABV Czech-style Pale ale,r 4.1. So pretty chill. Uh, nice nightcap for us here as we're recording.
2: The last word was pale lager, uh-huh. not pale ale But uh, Oh yeah, yeah, thank
1: you. I know. I, I definitely fucked that up. Well, so, pale you. Lager, you, you thank were you.
2: reaching and the mic was kind of by the side and you were trying to talk. You're doing a lot of things at once, so I give you a pass. It's
1: definitely crushable. When they say it's crushable, it absolutely is. It's very tasty and easy to drink. Collaboration with, have you guys heard of Beerstat? No. Ryan, have you heard of Beerstat? Never. Okay, neither have I.
0: So here's what I will say. Czech style ales or whatever are... Always kind of like intentionally skunky-ish, almost to me. It's like a pilsner thing that they put in there. Yeah, something. it's like on purpose. And so, two style. Um, this is definitely. I do agree. Crushable. Um, I'm not saying this is my favorite type of beer, um, but I definitely think that they did a pretty damn good job with this one. Okay. Also,
2: Czechoslovakia is not a thing anymore, right?
0: No, but the Czech Republic is. Oh,
2: Czech Republic. Okay. Yeah. Never mind. So they're still Czech. They're still Czech. We're good. And yes. mate. Sorry. (laughs) All right, guys. I'll see
0: myself out. So here we go. Huge episode. Lots of fun. We're going to start by warming up here. What do we got for today's warm up?
1: Alright, so an interesting thing was cruising around the internet, and I we actually had a little side debate, and I want to bring it to the pod to settle this once and for all. So this is another NBA. You know I like to do the NBA warm-ups. I think yeah. it's really fun to talk about. So this is the all-time no-ring team. So who are the best NBA players of all time, current, past, uh, that have never actually sealed the deal? They have, may have been to finals. They have not won. Okay, so I'm going to present to you five. Okay. That this is, uh, you know, it's not a consensus five. It's just a starting place. And then we can swap out as mm-hmm. we see fit okay alan iverson steve nash reggie miller uh call malone and patrick ewing all great players um right off the bat i'm gonna throw this out there i think that we need to find a way to get barkley in here it's kind of crazy that barkley's not in the top five greatest without a ring so that's that'll be my addition and then i'm gonna throw it to to ryan to give his two cents then we'll go to
2: eric and we'll see if we can consense on this go so i think barkley needs to be on the list okay um, does Jason Kidd have a ring? Yes. He does? Yes, he does. Okay.
1: Not with the Kings. He has a, he has a ring with the Maverick. As a player, this is, by the way, because some of these guys are, are probably coaching, so uh, <clears throat> as a player. Okay.
2: Um, So I think Nash does not belong on the list. I think he was a great player, but... I don't think he belongs on the list. He never made one NBA Finals, um, and he couldn't win with some pretty big names, Um, most notably Dirk Nowitzki, Michael Finley, when they had that team together, which was an epic team. Like they were really good. They, you know, Dirk sort of changed the league. Um, with like Euro center type of people, forward yeah. uh, guys that would step out and shoot. Um, and then he went to Phoenix and couldn't win with Sean Marion and P. Kamari um, and a whole bunch of other players. Um, I think the only reason I would keep Allen Iverson on the list is because like his best supporting player was like Eric Snow or Samuel Dallenbear.
0: And Dikembe Mutombo. Who was like 35. Yeah, he was at like the time. defensive player of the year, though. He was good.
2: Okay, if you're going to say Matumbo is his second best player on the team, yeah, he's not in also, the same conversation as Dirk Nowitzki.
0: Yeah, but they also got absolutely piss-pounded in the finals. I of mean, course. I'm, I'm just you know. saying,
2: like... AI carried a bunch of bad teams. Nash played with a lot of great players and couldn't win. Okay. So do you, you guys Johnson. think it's
0: between those guys? So I think that I made a list one through nine of guys. Oh, boy. Okay. You're too prepared. I'm going to go quick. First guy up, uh, the most deserving guy to be on the list is Carl Malone. Agreed. He's unbelievable. He won the MVP um, two times, two-time MVP, uh, one of the 20 best players to ever play basketball.
2: It's also a regular season award, but sure.
0: Um, My next Hmm. guy is, um, yeah, but it's the best players to never win. I agree. um, The next guy I have is uh, Barkley. I think Barkley is so deserving of being on that list. Um, I think they're by far number one and two, and no one is close. I agree. My number three guy is Giannis who is going to go down as one of the great players to ever play. He could win it in this series. They're down two games to one. Um, he has two MVP awards. He's a top 25 NBA player of all time already. He's only 27 years old. And he's
1: been in the league, this is his
0: sixth or seventh? Yeah. he's, it, he's Already. He's just, like, one of the great... The
2: the only reason I would keep him off the list is because his career is still TBD.
0: Yeah. Right. He'll probably get one at some point. Um, My next two guys on the top five are Iverson and Steve Nash. Um, And they're the least deserving, but also great players. Iverson, one MVP. Steve Nash, two MVPs. Um, There's only 14 players in the history of the MVP. NBA that have won more than one MVP award. Kareem Abdul-Jabbar, six. Bill Russell and Michael Jordan, five. Wilt Chamberlain and LeBron James, four. Moses Malone, Larry Bird, and Magic Johnson, three. Bob Pettit, Carl Malone, Tim Duncan, Steve Nash, Steph Curry, and Giannis, all with two. Okay. So those guys are some of the great players in NBA history, which I think is crazy. Um, And then my guys on the outside looking in, my next ones, um, I have uh, James Harden, who is hated by a lot of people, but he's like a top 30 NBA player ever. Um, John Stockton doesn't like vaccines but loved passing the ball. Um, uh, uh, Patrick Ewing, who he does his own research is okay. okay. Um, but he was a he was a pretty nice player, but his team was like better in the playoffs without him. And finally, uh, Chris Paul, um, who is the point guard, one of the greatest point guards to ever play the game. Um, the good thing is on my list, um, Chris Paul or Giannis, one of those guys is about to be off that list. So that's nice. I tried to mix it up and have guys from a couple different time periods. Though. Yeah.
1: I mean, um, this is sort of I, the list right now is definitely seems to be centric on guys that don't have a chance to ever win one, the retired guys, because they're yeah. retired. Yeah. But um, there's a case to be made if you're talking about the best players that ever win. To have some active players in there, I get it. Um, I get the. I think the Chris Paul is flirting with the edge, but is he like have it? Does he had a better career than Pat Ewing? No, he's never
0: an MVP award. Yeah, even I mean he's a great player, but it, I think him and Ewing are like the two least deserving guys. Probably. I mean they're probably. I I I, I kind of Reggie use- Miller. You think just 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 belongs. I'm not even in part of it with Reggie Miller. Like I, I was using the, the ringers top players of all time, which is not the Bible of best basketball players, but I only went with guys who were in the top 40 on their list. Mm -hmm. Reggie Miller, not in the top 40. I mean, Malone and Barkley are like top 20 guys. Nash and um, Giannis and Iverson are top 30 guys on their list.
2: I don't think Reggie made a finals
0: either. Did he? Uh, I think he made one against the Bulls. And they absolutely threw... No, the Bulls... No, they're in the no, East. They're in the East. Yeah, yeah the Bulls beat they them could, every time. Well, they, they either had to play the East... Uh, sorry, they either played,
2: had to play like the Tim Hardaway Heat, the Ewing Knicks, or the Jordan Bulls. Mm. And I don't think they, they were like in past... The, they were
0: like in the Eastern Conference Finals like every year. In Eight
2: years running. Yeah. And they just couldn't get past any of those teams. Okay. Um
0: I don't know. I don't know if we can come to a consensus yeah, on the show, I, I but th- just those are deserving guys.
1: Yeah, I I like the list. I mean, I think that we got it pretty well locked down.
2: Um Barkley needs to be on
0: that. Hey, here's, here's the big, a number
1: question. The biggest omission. Are you guys warmed up? I feel great. <laughs> it's mission accomplished. Let's run.
2: I mean, we went two and a half hours on the screencast, so I'm plenty warmed <laughs> up.
0: But let's be serious though, that uh that list of the 14 guys is super interesting. I mean, I do think it's crazy. Just Kareem with six, Bill Russell and Jordan with five, Wilt and LeBron with four of like definitely separated themselves, and you know you could still see LeBron moving up into that that top group up there. The hardest thing with MVPs is like they're so narrative based now. they're mm-hmm. like
2: well, that was Steve Nash's yeah argument we because back Kobe back. Kobe had like statistically a significantly better season than Nash did, but they gave it to Nash for whatever reason, even though they, it's supposed to be I think they, they wanted one, to make news, right so it's like different.
0: I think he had one, and then he shared one with like another player one year, which is really weird. Hmm. So, all right. um, We'll move on to uh, what's going on in the world of sports. Uh, Let's start with the world of soccer. It was definitely took over sports over the last couple of weeks, the Euro championship and the Copa, the South American championship. um, Some of the best tournaments in all of soccer Uh, on Saturday night. Um, Lionel Messi, who many people think of as one of the greats, if not the greatest player to ever play the game, had never won a tournament with Argentina on an international level before this win over Brazil in Brazil in Rio de Janeiro um, 1-0 in a game full of shithousery. It was like one of the most violent soccer games I've ever seen in my life. Like every time down the field for the the last 30 minutes of the game I was like oh the guy did you snap his leg? Like it was just crazy the collisions that were happening at one point Neymar was dribbling down the field and they were just like trying to just draw a foul just trying to tackle him and like it was just it was heck uh, Messi did not exactly uh, cover himself in glory in this one as he missed some really, uh, you know, big chances to put this thing away. But it doesn't matter. They get their first win. He gets his first international title, um, something that had eluded him, you know, all the way late into his career here. I think he's going to be 36 years old this year. That's a
1: beautiful thing. I'm happy for him.
0: Very happy for him.
1: I mean, I, I mean, he broke down in tears. I mean, we've all seen the images in the videos. If you didn't even watch the, the match, I've seen all that. Um, yeah, good for him.
0: Yeah, it was cool. And now um, Neymar is going to be kind of the next guy who hasn't won anything yet. So um, that will be like kind of the next guy under pressure as a lot of these great players, you know, even current guys Mbappe, Ronaldo, Messi, all have won major titles, whether it's the Euro, the Copa, the World Cup. And, uh, you know, like Neymar is going to be kind of like the next guy besides... Our next topic, England. Oh, who boy. Oof. we thought it was coming home, and we did. It just turns out. I don't think collectively between the three of us, <laughs> we did. But. We weren't sure. I mean, I but. just think that people were cheering for that as the story. It happens at Wembley. England had, you know, they played against like arguably the most successful european team ever you know this is the 11th final for italy and only the second final ever for england they played at wembley um luke Shaw, and england score in under two minutes into the game to go up one zip
2: fastest goal ever in a euro final
0: i thought in the first 30 minutes they were going to run away with the game i was like england is the much better team they're so much bigger they're so much more physical like their system is killing italy but italy um adjusted Big time changed up what they were doing, uh, including taking off some key pieces and then really dominated the game for at least the next hour of the game after, you know, probably the last two thirds of regular time was, was all Italy. They eventually get kind of a garbage goal um, off of a corner um, where a center back comes up and taps it in from about a yard out to tie it up. And then uh, England kind of held on just to get to extra time. It felt like,
2: yeah, it was not their best performance.
0: I don't think it was either team's best performance. I know a lot of people thought it was like a crazy game, but um, it was just kind of a long game. England didn't have a shot. I don't I don't know when they officially got one. I don't even know if they did They in regular time. They mean
2: after Shaw's goal. But yeah,
0: no, but I mean, they didn't have a shot in regular time that wasn't from a defender. They had four shots and they were all from defenders. Which is super weird. So um,
1: what happened to these like superstar English strikers? Where the fuck were they?
0: Um, On the bench? showing up. Harry Kane or not played? didn't touch the ball in the box in 130 minutes.
2: Um, did not once. Harry Kane
0: did not once
2: touch the ball in the box.
0: I, I think what really happened was they were so worried about trying to shut down the midfield of Italy that they played a super defensive system. 8 of their 11 players were defenders of some type and the 3 guys on offense one of those guys being Mason Mount was was tasked with coming inside and trying to stop them and press and play defensively mm. so they were pretty much set up for like their defenders Luke Shaw and and uh, Trippier to create all offense, to get it to two players who were focusing on offense, Sterling and Kane, and hope that they could create some kind of magic. And everybody else was pretty much just playing defense. And so I think they played really conservatively and uh, gets into extra time. England finally starts to take over, but doesn't want to make subs, wants to keep these guys on the field. Instead of kind of going for it as Italy faded, lost some guys to injury, started to get tired, they played for penalties. And at the last second, they subbed on two guys who have hardly played, uh, Marcus Rashford and Jadon Sancho. Both get subbed on in the last minute of extra time. Literally
2: with like 90 seconds to go. I don't know.
0: I think think Rashford touched the ball once or twice. Because he was playing right back and i don't think sandro touched the ball and then they go into penalty kicks um the second team is the team that's the favorite and so italy won both coin tosses they got to pick their end and be in front of the italy fans they won the second toss to pick if they went first or second they picked to go i'm, I'm sorry to go uh first or second they picked first and whoever goes first is usually His favorite yeah you said it backwards sorry yeah. I, I messed it up that first thing but um, Italy goes first um, the first guy comes up scores I don't even remember who it was um, Harry Kane the captain of, of England scores his it's 1-1 a um, uh, big striker um, from Torino comes up misses his penalty and England is on on the front foot here um, Harry Maguire the big center back from uh, Man United probably the best penalty of the entire tournament pounds it into the Rocket. camera. Yeah. broke into the, the camera. Into the upper corner, which was beautiful. England's up 2 1 after two rounds. And so this thing is slipping away from Italy. England at home in position to win their first tournament in some time. Um, uh, Italy comes up, ties it up 2 2, but England still has the advantage. Marcus Rashford, who just came on just to take a penalty, has a terrible penalty. Goes right to the keeper. Mm hmm. Oh, no, I'm sorry. He put it off the post. Yeah, he, he missed it. Yeah, He, he missed he it. Got Donnarumma right. going the right yeah. way, but then he but flubbed it. He it. Yeah. flubbed it, put it off the post. So it's tied up 2-2 after three rounds. Um, so it still could go
2: any direction yep. at this point.
0: Italy scores there. There's 21-year-old Jaden Sancho, who just came on, didn't even touch the ball, has to come up here, and he hardly has played all tournament. He puts it right into the goalie. Uh, Italy comes, makes theirs to go up 4 I'm sorry, they already made theirs. Three to two. Three to two after four rounds, okay? So Italy and Jorginho, who's, you know, scored some beautiful penalties, has been one of the best players in the tournament. Could win it right there. He won the last game in penalties. He has to come up to win it, and pickford makes an absolutely fantastic save, fingertip save off the post post and then then
2: had to corral the rebound so it didn't bounce off of him and into the net
0: keeping england alive england has lots of players they pick my favorite player in the whole world bukayo saka how old is he by the way he's 19 19 he's a boy and he comes up in the biggest pressure moment in english sports history since 1966 (laughs) or whatever and Puts it into the goalie. Donnarama guesses right, saves it easily, and Italy win. This ruined my week.
1: I was week so bummed. just I was, happened
0: today. I, I you just know the rest of the week's gonna suck. I'm I'm I count Sunday as the last day of the week, not the first day of the week. Oh, okay. Okay. So it ruined the whole last week. Everything oh, well, then that you happened see you is fuck. It's all just fuck. Yeah. Um but I, I hated to see this. And the worst part about it is is that um when you lost ten bucks. Yeah. <laughs> No, the worst thing oh, was sorry. just, like, being watching my favorite player and just a boy, you know, break down on the field as his team loses. Yep, that it sucks. It, he was awesome in the tournament. However,
2: his teammates, there were, like, eight of them that circled around him and were hugging him and like telling him to keep his head up and those type of things So that was like dude you were put in a shitty position it's not your fault
1: two other guys that had a lot more experience than you missed too and let's not forget them no, they're but, just but all like it all it all lands in the last guy like it, it, they're all equal they all count yeah, one he right.
0: I you know people were all giving him credit for stepping up and taking the big pressure moment but I just think that that's the kind of moment you don't want to put a a boy 19 in. year old then, I do yeah. think it was it was a great tournament for him I mean he really showed up on the on I mean, the world stage He's not stage. a boy
2: he's a man he's 19 years old he could join the military so like mm, it's not like he's Eric 14 with the... <laughs> He's not 14 <laughs> yeah Do you remember yourself
0: know, but... when you were when you were 19 Well I was an idiot but I wasn't a boy <laughs> yeah Um I just think that that uh they put him in a terrible position and then the worst part about it is is like with all for whatever reason you know they talk about soccer being the beautiful game and they have these no racism campaigns but like nothing is worse than like soccer fans after a soccer game being fucking racist so his whole social media profile is just people with like monkey and banana pictures and shit pictures and calling him the n-word and telling him he should die and stuff i mean it's just it sucks and so
2: i hope his social media is deactivated after today yeah. And come back during the Premier League. Well, I think like, the
0: hardest thing is is that like people will just rip you even more and be like what a coward. They deactivated their social media. I always kind of wonder Who like cares. I always wonder like how does like this happens all the time? And and it's it's happening with Sancho and Rashford too. Rhys James Reece
2: James had to do the same thing. Three young yeah.
0: black guys all on the team all missed and they're all getting racially abused. I the don't two older underst- white guys made it. I guess
1: that looks worse. I don't and understand
0: then, why like Twitter yeah. and Instagram like Aren't like well? This is a blue checkmark person with millions of followers. We're gonna like literally just ban all these people who are using the n word. Like I'm pretty sure they could just be like type in the n word on their computer and then like be like oh this person only posts racist shit gone. You know they like, don't do that. How do they not do that? That's not freedom of speech. Because my free speech. That's not freedom of speech. No, I know. I I agree. It's I, fucked I, up.
2: I I think that that should be an absolute like auto ban, and I would hope that they're yeah. doing something about that. Um, it's sad because like every player on every on both sides of the ball took a knee. Uh, before the game to say we stand against all racial abuse and it's not fun and especially like dude italy is like some of the most racist fans yeah on i the was planet. gonna
1: say like yeah the right team won then but italy's really bad too the only thing is like there's no black players in italy for them to like attack and I so like they don't then, they're not allowed to be on the team yeah well whatever happens i, mean, I, don't, <laughs> I don't know but so, i i was happy with it obviously i didn't care as much as you did i would have been fine either way it was fun to see you know we had like this this kind of draft that we did amongst some friends where we drafted these teams it was really fun to like get into the euro in that way it's funny that money you gravitated
2: line. towards the racist team
1: yeah I, exa- well of course right yeah, i mean but i thought these italians are my people i just have to make them better i have to improve them it's a project
0: i, I love the england team i obviously love soccer so- so- and it bummed me out that they lost yeah. but i will say that i thoroughly enjoyed this tournament and it sounds to me like like people who are, are fans of the sport and and people who are watching it for some of the first time all kind of felt the same way. I thought this tournament it was a great was tournament. So good, the games awesome. were so great, and you know it's going to be really fun that next year already is the World Cup with the year missed for Euro um, because of COVID. The World Cup comes up next year. I'm already excited.
2: There's going to be World Cup qualifying coming up, yeah. and then we got the World Cup. Dude, I will say this: summer soccer is pretty fire it like is, this shit yes. like having like a match at like or you know in in early you know early on it was like we got two matches at 11 two oh. at two o'clock like it that just, was awesome just kind of gets you through your day like throw it on in the background it's you know it's poland against the czech republic like i don't care but like it's still fun to be like well, we did oh, a little bit because we had we, we, had, you know, we had the, the, the teams
1: that we were yeah that was so much but fun. even if we
2: didn't it would still be cool to be like, dude, we got these two great nations. I know we got Robert Lewandowski on this side, you know, whatever. Like Mm -hmm. all of this, like the momentum that soccer is trying to build in this country, I think was propped up really well by ESPN and their broadcast. I think they did a really good job of showcasing Europe's great talent that they have
1: i absolutely agree i totally agree i i learned some players that i didn't know about before like it was great for me as somebody that doesn't know international soccer nearly like you guys do it was awesome and i can't wait for the world cup and we should run it back and if you're listening right now and you want to be in on our like you know throw 10 20 bucks in and draft some teams hit us up. We might be able to get you in.
0: Yeah. Also, um, I do want to talk a little bit about the transfer window as well. I'm not going to like go through rumors and stuff, but the good thing about these tournaments being over is that hopefully um, it will lead to some action um, as all of the transfers have been kind of put on hold, whether it's been for financial reasons or for these tournaments happening, everything has just been kind of at a standstill, which is not normal for most uh, summers. And so hopefully this week now we'll get some movement with some big players and some big teams changing up their, rosters a little bit and some exciting players hopefully come into the premiere.
2: transfer window eric is one of my favorite characters that you play like he's <laughs> he's pretty my, much he's my guy that's yeah. pretty much the real me <laughs> yeah. and he well, only so, comes out once a year though I, well no but like it's right during like prime free time eric time yeah as well like it coincides very well with the summer for the most
1: of the summer of star wars everything's coming together then then there's
2: also like we're just blessed the january transfer window where like eric's kind of still on christmas break mode and like yeah so he's got like him being a teacher and also being like a premier league fan like lines up perfectly
0: it really does. All right, guys, let's move on um, to another huge event that happened over the weekend. That was the biggest fight that UFC had for this year. It was Dustin Poirier versus Conor McGregor 3. Now, years back, Conor decimated Dustin um, in their first meeting, knocking him out in the first round, I believe. It was pretty quick. I mean, he just obliterated him. But this was like 2014. Um, this is like the rise of Conor P- McGregor. Yeah. Or it was
2: peaking. F- yep,
0: on his way to to winning the title, dominating everybody, becoming the biggest star that the sport had ever had. Um, then uh, Dustin comes back earlier this year in a big match between the two of them. Connor hadn't fought in some time, and he knocks Connor out in the second round. They decide Connor needs to take it more seriously. They're going to do the rematch in the summer. This was the big, um, you know, trilogy big money fight between the two of them. Connor comes back with his old like abusive to women and you know, just being a general jackass yeah. Yeah. style of like saying that his wife want Dustin's wife wants to fuck him and blah, 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 blah. And, uh, it starts out with some great exchanges. You know, uh, Connor had said many times that Dustin was going to leave in, on a stretcher, um, and that he was going to leave with his wife and, uh, Connor lands some early. Dustin takes him down. Lands some big ground and pound. Get late in the round, the last few seconds. Connor steps back on a leg that had been injured. Sounds like earlier in the fight, and his leg just snaps underneath him. He crumbles to the ground, points to his ankle. Fight is over, and Connor loses. He's won one fight since 2016. It's it's kind of. Are we done with him? No, no, no. There's a 50 million dollar Jake Paul Connor McGregor fight that's going to happen. Ugh,
2: no. Please not.
0: No, oh, we want it. Ah! Give it to
1: me. Give
0: it to me. I want. I is want... Jake
1: Paul gonna be able to beat Conor McGregor at this point? Wait, I mean he, are they
2: are they boxing? Or are they doing MMA? He didn't
1: technically boxing. lose to Floyd Mayweather, so maybe he's just an incredible athlete. I think and
0: that Jake Paul versus Conor McGregor. This is what happens, right? The first time that they fight. Um, Connor wins. I like
2: how you phrase that because they're definitely going to tee it up for at least a couple.
0: Connor wins the first fight. Paul wins the second fight. Third fight, they each make $100 million. And don't to try. have Neither the most tries. bullshit draw you know yeah like it's so phony but like we need it
2: i don't care i don't think we
0: need <laughs> it we do i, I mean, literally it's c- fun
1: content i like that it, it happens so that we can talk about it i wouldn't
2: but i will I, listen i'm
1: i'm never gonna pay for any of these agree. everybody that always like every single time they do any of these that we like, talk about oh,
2: it's so bad the tweets
1: after and the memes after I can't believe like, my fucking how do i get my below. 70 back it's like you're the last you're the guy that's bought the last five of them and tweeted that every time maybe Cut, learn it don't pay
2: enabling it yeah. yeah i mean i get that a lot of people will pay for it and then have like a bunch of friends over everybody throws in five bucks and it's not that big of a deal but yeah
1: well that's fine i mean do it do whatever you want do whatever you want i'm not gonna be caught paying for these just i'll be honest principle
2: when it popped up and i was like "Ooh, should i throw on connor and i was i had that thought eric where I'm like maybe this is going to be the shit and then I was like I don't care about Conor McGregor anymore. Yeah. Like the hype is over so I'm not wasting $60. You even pissed,
1: dude. Especially Livid. just like buy yourself to just just live it. Paying in the in case it's some epic like, you know, five round fight and it was so cool or whatever. Yeah, that didn't happen again.
2: I remember I paid for the Mayweather
1: and McGregor. When these fights don't really come that was when bad. they come together just for the money and for the show and not from like because everybody's really into the sport. And the best two people have earned their way. And, of course, it's the logical fight that those two would match up and fight. Then you get good fights. Mm-hmm. When you take, like, two people just to, like, make some money, somebody comes out of retirement and somebody else, like, trains for two weeks, it's going to be a shit fight. That's all we're getting right now.
0: Yeah, I mean, they have some big-time stars in their sport. Um, and these guys are not really...
1: Okay. Well, I wish people were more into those. And I guess I'm not either. So I mean, I, I think really the problem is, is,
0: like, is, like, you know, I actually... At one point in my life I really loved MMA like I me too I mm-hmm. could have told you every person and where the, who they were and their style and I knew I knew everything about the sport
2: best body in MMA in like 2011 was Czech Congo and I won't hear it from anybody else
0: <laughs> I, I just I loved MMA I just knew I watched every card I watched the, the big cards the little ones I went to them and did and, you go to the one in Minneapolis? I went to the pay per view in Minneapolis with with and Fitch and Lesnar and Herring and Huerta, who was a Minneapolis guy, and Kenny Florian and John Jones, and it was awesome. I loved it. And I went to a smaller one as well. Like I was, I was so in. And at at some point, they became like it became like um, very right wing. Like, I mean, like intentionally, I mean, they were like, they were like ad av- avid financial and vocal supporters of, of Trump. They were um,
2: cowboy Cerrone. you love that guy. No,
0: I mean like Dana white, Oh, yeah. Dana white is like boys with, with Trump. And like, they kind of became like this league of like barstool fans and, and like Trump. And like, I don't know. I just, I guess I, I hear so much from that side of, of, of politics to keep politics out of sports, but then like their like president was yeah, having Trump okay at their stuff. Of course are with it. Yeah. You doubt. know what I mean? So I, I kind of turned me off of the sport a little bit. Um, but at this point, the cool thing is, is like their very best fighters are all like African guys, right? Israel Adonise, Kamaru Usman, you know, like some of these insane fighters who are just so, like, Francis Ngannou, you know like the best guys in the world are like these african champions and they're just the most dominant fighters i've ever seen in my it's, life
2: it's so. a long way from the days of like tank abbott <laughs> who was like 70 pounds overweight <laughs> and had no teeth
0: tank abbott was just like you was like the girl you were thinking about dating's dad <laughs> <laughs> and you thought twice and you're like nah like that guy's scary as hell um yeah so i don't know i mean I, I used to really like it i i just i can't really get into it anymore at this point but um if there's a big fight i'm I'm so pretty excited okay do we are you maturing eric
2: maybe a little bit um oh god also please 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 say no. please don't also i will youthful
0: no i i'm not at all i'm the same immature person i've always been but But, i will tell you that um the other problem is is for whatever reason why are why is everyone's legs snapping now um, i don't know too much too much they're changing milk too much leg snapping in UFC. Not enough elk liking.
1: meat. Yeah, the, more elk meat, more raw milk. Don't give me the pasteurized shit. <laughs> I know you're taking out the, all the vitamins.
0: All right, um, we'll move on to the NBA. Our favorite topic right now is the NBA um, in some of the trade things and the, the, the draft coming up here. Um, first up, LaMelo Ball won the SB for the breakout athlete of the year.
1: Did you guys watch the SPs at all? Couldn't care less. Okay, no one cares, right? So this was like a pretty cringy moment. So DaBaby, who I actually like his music a little bit, announced that LaMelo Ball has won the best breakout athlete. He comes up. He gives like a really like stupid sounding speech. And then goes away, and I'm just thinking, like, this is really all comes together with why he won Rookie of the Year, so he can amp up at ESPN, and that's why they were putting all his highlights up, so they could give him this award. It's all, like, I, I can see through the whole thing now. It's contrived. It's all very contrived. It all sucks. The whole, and by the way, the Anthony, okay, a lot of the news, sports news I get is from following ESPN on Instagram and SportsCenter and a couple other places, right? And it's not a bad way to get your news. It works they couldn't have played more shitty sound bites from Anthony Mackie as the host. Anthony Mackie might not be good at anything. I I don't think I like him in anything. And is that even his real voice? The way he talks just seems fake. I don't know but he like went after what Trey Young looked like which I I hated. It was like this guy must be confident because that's the way he does his hair. It looks like he mopped up the barbershop and put it on stuck to his head. I'm like
0: dude leave this guy alone for what he looks like. I just think it's tacky as hell dude. So here Here's your nominees okay so you had crystal dangerfield the wnba rookie of the year you had lamello ball the nba fake rookie of the year <laughs> you had uh, chase young the nfl defensive rookie of the year and you had justin herbert the nfl offensive rookie of the year so unless you played basketball or football you you were shit out of luck yeah um so one, well, what
2: highlights do you think they play on SportsCenter? Do you think they play highlights of other sports? Well, they
0: did just buy a big contract with um, the NHL, so now they event- they care about the oh, NHL no. again. They care about the NHL. After fifteen years of not having them, they now have the big deal with the NHL, so now they cover the NHL a ton. It's back on their website, like that's it's, on so the t- it's on the ticker. Weird. Yeah. Um so here's what I will say. It,
2: we need another Tampa Bay uh, either
0: either the NFL is
1: relevant or the NHL is relevant or not. ESPN trying to force it one way or the other
2: ain't for me.
0: Not moving the needle. So here's here's my thought. Um one, this word's bullshit. How was Anthony Edwards and Justin Jefferson both left off of this? Um two Justin Herbert set a rookie record for passing. Um, he was not the rightful, uh, d- you know, offensive rookie of the year, but he won it anyways. Uh, way more impressive than LaMelo Ball's, like, partial season of, like, pretty good rookie play. What Ooh. about, like, what about, like
2: Paige, uh, what's her name? The UConn point guard. She
0: won a big award.
2: I know, but, like, she's not the breakout athlete of the year like being a freshman like
0: um i'm not Paige sure beckers she's you have to amazing. be a pro amazing i don't know what the rules are the sbs are stupid it's, i wouldn't watch well uh,
2: true it, it seems like you have to be a pro but uh yeah how justin jefferson wasn't on there is preposterous probably because dalvin cook was the actual mvp of the team he was and so they they left him off yeah
0: 17 touchdowns most yards. Yeah, yeah, yeah,
2: yeah i was just trolling you can move on yeah no
0: all right um so, in news with the wolves they have no draft picks they have no cap space they have literally nothing that they can do they can't sign we kind of have a
2: draft pick yeah we new have new guy coming from Spain Palmero
0: yeah. is a first round pick from last year who we don't know for sure if he's coming from Spain because we can only pay off a certain amount of his buyout which is a hundred thousand dollars less than what his actual buyout is so he has to pay a hundred thousand dollars out of his own pocket to buy himself out of his contract let me let me tell
2: here. him real quick since he's listening. It'll
0: be up. Bar- wow. <clears throat> Let me
2: try that again. Okay. Okay. <laughs> 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 <The> <laughs> hell was <beep> that. <laughs> <laughs> I got a frog in my throat. Yeah, Apparently, it will be worth it. Yes. Yes. Pay yes. the money.
1: Yeah. I would get assume. a loan. Get a loan from a local bank. Dude,
2: uh, uh, talk to your agent. Yeah. Your agent's got a hundred grand. He can. Lo- Who cares? Just someone float will. They'll that somehow it out.
0: he'll do it. But he he should be here as our so first round weird. pick. Um. So, but other than that, we don't have a first round pick. I mean, we, we knew this was a a good chance. So I think that's part of the reason that we picked Balmero last year as like a layaway project guy who could come in and probably be a pretty good pro.
2: Layaway is a great way to describe that. Yeah. Like a layaway draft pick. That's kind of brilliant. Mm.
0: So I I think that they made a nice move there with that. Um, So he's kind of, hopefully will act as kind of a first round pick for us this year. Um, But we don't have a pick. We don't have a first-round pick. We don't have a second-round pick. We don't have any cap space. We have nowhere to really maneuver unless we make a trade. (laughs) So we're in
2: great shape. And we we didn't (laughs) make the playoffs. We have
1: a lot of future picks, though. All our future picks. And a lot of teams have mortgaged five, seven years of picks. So... We're not in as bad a shape as you think. Not the Thunder. To make but, some kind of... Right. I know. They, well, Thunder have 72 that's why picks, they it? have all the picks and yeah. nobody else has so, any. So
0: it came out this week that the Wolves, Gerson Rosas, the GM of the Wolves, met with Elton Brand, the GM of the Sixers. Sixers need to move Ben Simmons. It's just untenable for him to come back at this point. Um, Rosas wants Simmons badly. It's now come out multiple different ways that the Wolves want Simmons really badly. They're going to try their best to be part of this. They don't want to trade Town. Edwards or um uh, D'Lo. Um, In this trade either So that's going to be Really difficult Yeah Which means you might Have to give up Pretty much everything Else of value That you have Meaning multiple First round picks Meaning Balmero McDaniel Beasley Some combination Rubio is expiring I'm not saying All of these things But like you're probably Going to have to pile up Your assets Of everything Besides your top guys If you wanted to even Start a conversation So one popular trade Right now That's making the rounds That sounds Like it could help uh, Everyone involved Is Ricky Rubio. Rubio and um, either McDaniel or Balmero, one of those guys. And Ricky Rubio has a $17 million expiring contract. One of those young rookie guys who's on a small contract with some big upside that the Wolves would not want to get rid of. And a future Wolves first round pick to Toronto, Beasley, and another future first round pick from the Wolves to the Sixers. The Sixers would also get um gosh not kyle lowry kyle lowry who was with with toronto who's from philadelphia um point guard kind of a aging veteran point guard who's still good um who could go there with beasley one of the better three-point shooters in the league and a first-round pick and the wolves would get ben simmons back giving the wolves a lineup of d'lo edwards simmons and town hopefully opens a window in the short term over the next three years or so compete for a title
2: sounds great on paper
0: it does Yeah, it does. Is it enough to get the deal done with those other two teams? A three-team deal is really freaking hard to do. Very You know what?
1: I don't even care if it's a good deal or a bad deal. I still want to do the deal. And you know why? Because I don't think the wolves are ever gonna win shit. And is it fun? As fuck, it's so in the off season, it's, it's so incredibly fun. fun. Wouldn't you be excited to have like Ben Simmons on the team? And then you know you're watching and you watch like his warm ups or like summer league or whatever mm-hmm. the fuck he's doing, and he's making three pointers. Oh, and we're so getting fun. hyped. We're getting hyped. We're going. Oh, his shots back. His confidence is back. We're gonna be un- unbelievable. And then they won't be. But right. guess if, what? Yeah, it's
2: fun. We let's have fun all the time. We definitely have a great track record of like great shooting point guards and turning that around so i'm i'm excited what we can do with ben simmons so
0: let me reach out to a couple friends of the pod curse rosas okay uh a rod yep a rod's business partner all of those guys I'm reaching out to you guys friends of the pod listeners um here's what i want to, to offer you guys if you make a deal <laughs> If you guys make this deal and bring Ben Simmons in, $20 a month, we'll have him
1: on the podcast to boost his his profile. I will purchase
0: one Timberwolves jersey. Not a fake one from China at full price. A real one at full price of Anthony Edwards, not wow. of Ben Simmons. You're going to do that anyway. <laughs> <laughs> not of Ben Simmons. Of Anthony Edwards, but but if... I would be really. I'll buy the jersey and and just so everyone knows, I know I've told this a couple times on here. I did in college as a college freshman. I as a, a, a avid listener of the BS Report with Bill Simmons. I he was petitioning kind of for real, kind of as a joke, to be the next GM of the Wolves. And I sent a long college essay version email to the Timberwolves, offering them, telling them why Bill Simmons would make a great GM, why our franchise was a fucking disaster and it would be funny and it would get good publicity for us. And also um, that I would, poor college me would buy a five game ticket package and a Jersey if they did it. And they wrote me this fucking snarky ass email <laughs> talking all this shit about how they also thought Bill Simmons was a funny podcaster and his articles were funny, but they're a serious business and they think I'm going to like their hire. And they hired the fucking clown. What was his name? David, David, David Di- diabolical Dave. They, they hired David fucking con and then they blew up the franchise forever. And they were so fucking snarky with me about it and it just blew up in their face and i wish i still had eric the email. people don't forget i don't forget so yeah i really want this to happen
2: what uh, email was that sent to
0: um it was sent to my saint thomas college email. you need to go down to the I registrar's like, office into it it's probably been deleted like i i so badly want to get nothing's into been it.
1: deleted it's in those big buildings that are in like every major city with no windows
0: <laughs> Ooh, okay
1: it's there we just got to break in
2: we gotta do like rogue one style yes. yeah it's no big deal
0: climb <laughs> <laughs> so yeah i that, that did happen that's a true story yeah. i did do that the wolves talked a bunch of shit i didn't buy the five game package i didn't buy the jersey and they didn't bring in that's even snarkiness. someone only comp- to pass
1: on steph curry yeah the pass on so steph curry so much work, guys yeah just in short order for johnny
0: flynn yeah. Yep. A huge mistake. Um, so that's kind of on our radar. Hopefully some of this trading stuff will happen. Um we'd love to talk wild, but the wild are like frozen right now. Like I think they're trying to agree with Kaprizov and Viala, but nothing is really happening in TBD the NHL. on that. Yeah. I-, I think like the NHL is like such a small league that no one is working right now.
2: They Eric, they're letting <laughs> the Tampa Bay Stanley Cup win marinate amongst the American people. Right because
1: <laughs> they wouldn't want to interrupt that everybody's talking about there's it. like
2: 50 people Everyone's still tweeting about it about it so yeah
0: I, I just think that like if i had to guess what bill Garin was doing right now i would guess he's like golfing i would guess right now at night he's like at a cabin with some family friends like drinking whiskey or something it sounds not gross. doing work no he's not working like these dudes are not working that much he might be texting back and forth with like some staff members but okay. that's about he it. He said I don't do business on tech. Oh, okay. I heard him on a podcast. Oh God. <laughs> then you don't do business in a modern. Fucking like, day. Shit,
1: okay, so he's faxing some-
0: he's faxing with some <laughs> <Yeah>. staff <laughs> <Right>. members. <laughs> oh. All right, guys. Uh the last thing we need to talk about is just the um absolute certainty now that Aaron Rodgers will be the 2022 quarterback of the Minnesota Vikings. He has developed a best friend relationship with Adam Thielen. They are golfing buddies. He confirmed it when asked. He said, Adam Thielen, who I've become really good friends with, they're chumming it up on the golf course. He's throwing bombs to people in boats from about 80 yards away, having the time of his life. Planning, plotting, finding saying, a way. He's been saying, I love Minnesota. He said, wherever Adam Thielen goes, I go. He said, I would love to throw the ball to Justin Jefferson. Dalvin yep. Cook is the MVP of the team. Mm-hmm. Me and Zimmer are going to get along great. We've been great. talking
1: more than people know.
0: Yeah. I The Vikings want me to host Jeopardy as well. <laughs> the, the Vikings will let me do it. <laughs> they're cool with his... Additional hobbies? Yes, is what you're saying. Yeah, yep. um, Shalene Woodley, um, the Vikings. They said are they'd screen. make they'd
1: make vegan food for Shalen Woodley special. Yes, um, the Vikings.
2: The Wilfs will fund Divergent Four. Yes,
0: oh, for yes. <laughs> well, that would be the final <laughs>
1: <laughs> Divergent Four needs to
0: happen. Um, the the Wilfs also are gonna finance. Um, all the next ten projects that she's doing for Lifetime, yes, and wherever else she makes well, movies for at this point. She was on uh, what's the, the big little uh, lies. big little lies? Mm. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Okay. So we'll she's in, season in some four decent of that. shows. Yeah. Okay. Um. Yeah. So I, none of this is true. Uh. But it's fun. Except to dream for about. the picture. Yeah, There it was a of photo of them golfing. And there was an interview where he said, I'm having a great time out here today. I get to hang out with uh, Alex Smith, who was in his draft class, got drafted ahead of him, um, who's become a great friend of mine, and also another guy I've become really good friends with over the last few years, Adam Thielen, is what he did. So
1: that much. is nice. That is nice. Actually, I thought that you started to lie before that, and I didn't realize he had also given the interview, because I thought it was just the photo.
0: No, he did. He did say that about that. That's awesome. Well, you well, there you that, go. So you are saying that
1: those are two of his good friends. Then I don't see where the line stops. Like, I... Is is it probably at like the Divergent Four, but be- everything before that, I think, could be legit.
0: I would. I don't know if something in sports besides a title for the Vikings could make me happier right. than Aaron Rodgers coming to the Vikings. I don't know. I don't think <laughs> well, anything could.
2: I, I I know what could. Huh? Aaron Rodgers winning a title with the Vikings.
0: Yes, <sighs> I mean that would be oh, uh, like that would be the the one of the best things. Of all I mean, time. No, no would matter-
1: you wait, wait, wait a minute? Would you rather this year win like a title with cousins and have it be like all Vikings. Like we didn't have to steal yeah. somebody from the
0: Packers. Probably, in our, that
1: probably, would be better, right? You're right. Just doing it in our own. That, but was, that was the
0: voice of
2: reason.
1: Okay, okay. But obviously.
2: Okay, hold on. It would be so let me, fantastic. Let me take it up. If one, he does come, then of course you want to win a hold championship. Hold on. Let me take it up one more notch. 2022, a Rodgers is like, I'm signing for the Vikings. Yeah. They beat the Packers in the NFC Championship to go to the Super Bowl.
0: Oh, I could just die at that point. <laughs> yeah. I could just die. I could just die happy <laughs> And win life. it. Yeah, the and they Bowl.
2: beat Tampa Bay
1: in their seven, you know... Well, that's
2: NFC, but yeah, they, they well, beat whatever. the Chargers. Yeah, like, yeah. Whatever. Yeah. Yeah. Thank
0: you. Yes. Yeah, no, that would be just too great. But yeah, I, I can't imagine that happens. Um, Could but
2: you imagine, though, like what the reaction of Packer fans would be if A-Raj, who won a title years ago... But they've pretty much wasted the rest of his career. <laughs> yeah. Comes and wins a title his age like 38 season with the Minnesota Vikings. Um
0: I okay, if beautiful. I had to guess what their response would be, it would be to drink um a Line of Kugels. A ridiculous amount of like red dog beer. Um but talk <laughs> about the the first beer of the night for the rest of, of the week, which was a uh, spotted cow. Sure. Okay. They'll okay, talk about new that. Glarus. But they'll yeah, really right. just drink red dog. And then they <laughs> Eat a bunch of um, different types of sausages. Yeah. Um, they probably... A couple cuts of cheese. Yeah, eat some cheese. Um, they get too drunk. They probably puke on themselves. And that. Wait, what was the question? I thought it was just what people in Wisconsin do. Same thing. No, that okay. was it. No, that was I think it. that's the answer. Okay. Um, no, it would be wonderful. I don't think Rogers ends up here. But I, I have to say, as a Packer hater, I love the fact that there is so much drama and, like, indecision and like they don't know where it's going he hates the team and like just the more problems for the packers the better yeah it's fantastic but he
2: loves it too yeah like if you're does. if you're thinking like oh he's just an innocent bystander no, in he he's, he's drumming it up yeah
1: he loves all these little coy interviews he gets to do where it's like yeah yeah no i'll tell you next week when we're hanging out in palm springs baby <laughs> <laughs> like he is so hollywood but you know what I like him. He's if so Hollywood, he, but
0: he's had to like live in like middle of nowhere, Wisconsin for all this time,
1: which is driving him yeah. to Shailene Woodley and everything else yes. that he doesn't. Yeah who was wants. the other gal
2: Olivia Munn Danica yeah. Patrick yeah,
1: yeah he's, he's kind of made the rounds he's Hollywood Olivia Munn he peaked yeah. he should stop now
0: alright um, guys that's it that's all the time we have this week on the Nordies podcast go back check out our last episode Summer of Star Wars is on fire right now so fun hopefully you guys are enjoying that with us hopefully you're watching with us this week we're back on the original Star Wars A New Hope the first one um, so go watch that with us uh, but go listen to our episode we broke down a lot of stuff we talked a little Black Widow uh, talked about Dave Loki everything you guys should be watching uh, But until next week, thank you guys for being here with us, your very best friends the Nordy's Podcast.